Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July the 11th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. So things are things are good <laughs> overall. Good average. Uh, let's see here. Work was fine and dandy. It, it, it like was one of those days where it kind of starts off like at zero and then kind of picked up and tapered out. So overall fine. I will say, though, I had one of my like, I don't even know if I want to say it was like a bout of anxiety or whatever, but I don't I, I don't know if, if you can relate or not. But sometimes I'll just have a moment in a day. Everything's more or less going fine and something just like pings in my brain and I just like start going through like just awkward cringe moments of my life, like dumb, embarrassing things I've done, stupid things. And like I, I zero in on a highlight here or there. And it's just like, what am I doing? It's like it's like I'm doom scrolling in my own brain. And, uh, you know, I, I try to, you know, kick myself out of that habit. But sometimes when I get in, I just kind of get locked in. So not so great. But overall, you know, we're good. We, we are in a good mood. And it's, you know. Sometimes you just kind of got to trust your processes to kind of get out of that and know, like, hey, this is a good day. I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. Like, yeah, things happen. I'm not, you know, the best person in the world. But, like, overall, I'm doing what I can, you know. And you got to try to, you know, do your best to fight to stay happy. I don't know. Something like that. But overall, we're good. I'm fine. But it was just when I had that little mental hiccup. Let's say that. Uh, food corner, uh, nothing to really report, sadly. You know, I, I had a big spiel the other day that, that, that might be a big highlight for a little bit. Might, <laughs> might be on your own for that on the food. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm off food blogging for a little bit now. Back to normal, boring food. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. I want to go ahead and, uh, do my classic startup, you know. I wish I could do a nice, like, window startup sound. <laughs> uh. mm. Ooh. All right, let's go ahead and get into some news from CNN. Six dead after knife attack outside kindergarten in Chinese city. Six people have been killed and one injured in an early morning knife attack outside a kindergarten in southern China, according to Liangjiang City Police and Chinese state-run media. The incident took place around 7.40 a.m. on Monday in Henshan town uh, within Lianjiang in Guangdong province. Well, I'm really just stumbling along here. Um, let's see. State-run tablo- tabloid Global Times said the attacker 
had used a knife and that police were still confirming victim's identity, uh, citing, witness, citing witnesses. It said casualties include one teacher, two parents, and three children. Uh, also, too, um, I should have preferences up top, but uh, I hate to say it, but a lot of this episode is definitely like, you know, sadly, a lot of the, the, the stories are about child abuse, sex abuse, uh, things of that nature. So, you know, if you're not in for that, totally understand, but figured I'd just kind of bundle as much of this up as I can. Uh, I know I already hit you with the Larry Nasher shit, and now you gotta deal with other shit, but hey, that, this, this is the life I live, I gotta read all this shit, and I gotta talk about this shit, so, I don't know, <laughs> this is what it is, but I understand if you're not down to listen, I appreciate you just clicking and tuning in, thank you so much, um, but yeah, let's get back to it, police arrested the suspect, a 25-year-old man surnamed Wu, shortly after, at around 8 a.m., the case is now under investigation, according to the statement. Uh, video footage from the scene, which circulated online and was then obtained and distributed by Reuters news service, excuse me, show the assault took place outside a kindergarten. Um, they do go on in the article to kind of talk about other situations where, like, you know, there were some stabbings, like one in 2020. Um... Obviously, it's very sad. It's very unfortunate. Um, you know, any kind of loss of life, you know, it's it's never good. It's um, it's always sad. It's always frustrating. Uh, it's also uh, apparently like a trend, I guess, in some of these like stabbings that uh, a lot of the assailants do go for kids, which just seems even more fucked up. Like you're not even going to someone who can like fight back or like anything. Not to say that that would make it okay. It's just. Like, at the end of the day, no matter what the weapon of choice is, how it gets done, like, it's fucked up to do this kind of shit. I, I don't know what motivates people to do this shit. Yeah, they don't have a motive or anything like that yet. Um, any updates on the story, I would definitely try to come back to. But, yeah, definitely really sad. And, uh, fortunately, the next story is not any better. Um, from CNN. Five members of Jehovah's Witnesses congregations charged with child sexual abuse in Pennsylvania. Five members of Jehovah's Witnesses congregations were charged with child sexual abuse by Pennsylvania's Attorney General on Friday, following a years-long investigation into allegations of sexual abuse in the religious community. The children were also were all also members of Jehovah's Witnesses congregations and the alleged abusers gained access to and the trust of the victims through the organization. The cases include alleged sexual abuse of a four-year-old child and a developmentally disabled victim. Uh, I did also want to go through the names of the perpetrators. Uh, let's see. And the charges were announced on Friday against... David Balosa, 62, Errol William Hall, 50, Sean Sheffer, 45, Terry Booth, 57, and Luis Manuel Ayala Velasquez, 55, uh, for abuse, for sexually abusing minors across the state. Uh, also, I believe this took place between like different states. Like they, this wasn't together initially. I, it's kind of how I perceived it. But 
these were all individual cases, individuals doing the thing in their own congregations, but obviously they're all Jehovah's Witnesses, and essentially they're all kind of getting lumped into a, a, a similar crime thing. So, uh, CNN has reached out to the attorneys general's office and public defenders' offices in Philadelphia, Delaware, Butler, Allegheny and Northampton counties where each defendant has been charged respect respectively um so yeah I, I really do not I do not want to get into the details here for obvious fucking reasons it's fucking gross it's fucking depraved the shit um it is obviously there for reading if you would like uh I'm trying to think is there anything else I really wanted to uh, takeaway here no not really it, like I said it's, it's really sad it's really fucked up we've covered this shit before though when it comes to like the Catholic Church uh, it, it just really goes to show that any kind of religion any kind of like this can happen in a local school like Boy Scouts whatever like any kind of thing where you are close to children and also in a position of power there are going to be people who are going to try to get into those positions and abuse their power and obviously it's just so crazy to hear that this happened like in a way i'm not saying this make it better but like once again in my head it, it just made it feel like oh well like these are five guys getting together and they're like all covering each other's asses like no this was a widespread issue throughout the country you know and um i don't know obviously this shit's probably still going on in terms of just you know if not in the jehovah's witness congregation some other church some other place and it's just Ugh, it's just always so fucking sad and depressing when this kind of shit worms itself up. Uh, but hopefully, you know, the victims can get a chance to be heard, can get a chance to get justice. I think that that is the only silver lining that comes out of this is that you put a spotlight on this and you let people know that, no, this wasn't okay what happened to me. This was wrong. Like, I'm standing up and fighting for myself and I hope that other people this might have happened to, they, they do the same because um, this just is not okay and it shouldn't be normalized in any kind of facet or fashion. I think back in the day, people weren't speaking up, weren't being bold enough. And, um, you know, a lot of this shit just kind of got swept under the rug. And even the fact that it gets to the point of like, oh, well, this is just standard behavior to some people in congregations and churches and shit. It's like, no, no, never. It never is. It never should be okay. Like, I, I don't care what your religion entails. Like, you, you should not be getting taken advantage of. Like, that's not what religion should be, period, point blank. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's that. Now, next story is from Fortune. Also, not getting any better. I mean, uh, no, it's just not, it's not good. <laughs> uh, BBC suspends lead presenter accused of paying a teenager for explicit photos. So, obviously, big fucking yikes. Uh, you know, I reference a lot from the BBC in terms of just news. Uh, you know, they're big, you know, uh, what do you say, producer, broadcaster in this situation. Yeah, they're a big broadcaster. Um, but, uh, the BBC said Sunday that it has suspended a leading presenter who is alleged to have paid a teenager for sexually, sexually explicit photos. As senior British politicians urged a rapid investigation, the broadcaster said it was working to establish the facts of a complex and fast-moving set of circumstances. 
Um, I will say the broadcaster, being BBC here, really should have been way better about this whole situation, but, you know, we're going to get into it. Uh, the UK's publicly funded national broadcaster was scrambling to head off worse, a worsening crisis after the Sun newspaper reported allegations that the male presenter gave a youth £35,000 or $45,000, you know, U.S., um, starting in 2020 when the young person was 17 years old. Uh, neither the star nor the youth was identified amidst speculation on social media about the identity of the presenter. Several of the BBC's best-known stars spoke up to say it wasn't them, which is super awkward. Like, I, I can't imagine, like, I mean, because I, I, I listen to a lot of the BBC, but I don't watch it. I'm not, not that British-pilled. Uh, so it, it, it's one of those things where I just couldn't imagine some presenter or whatever coming out and being like, hey, look, uh, I know you've heard some things. They are not connected to me in any way, shape, or form. But I know that there were some people literally, like, you know, popping off on Twitter, like, you know, doing the whole rumor mill thing, being like, oh, is it this guy? Is it that guy? Uh, I mean, so obviously this shit's really deep. And the reason that they are not, um, you know, relinquishing the names of either is just because they have really, like, strong um, libel laws. So no one wants to get hit with, like, a defamation kind of thing. So that's that's a big part of it. And just, I imagine, too, just for the anonymity of the victim, maybe as well. So, yeah, the fact that uh, this happened is obviously very bad. Uh, also, another fact that I should mention, too, that, um, hold on, where is it at here? Maybe I can find it and read it. Uh, da, 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 da. Though the age of sexual co consent in Britain is 16, it is a crime to make or possess indecent, indecent images of anyone under 18. So the fact of the matter is this guy is in no way, shape, or form in this country whatsoever allowed to do this. It's not okay. Um, you know, there's no, like, defending it, okay? So... It, at the end of the day, for the BBC, it had been alleged by The Sun that it's like, look, the mother complained in May to the BBC. They made it known. And this presenter was still on the air doing shows, you know, whoever this was. And they kind of try to come out on Sunday and say that it, it had first became aware of the complaint in May, but that new allegations were put to us on Thursday of a different nature. To me, I don't understand how them saying that makes this make sense. Like, if you knew in May and then just didn't do anything, like, what are you saying? Are you saying, like, oh, we now know even more and, like, it's worse? But if the mother's complaint hit in May, you should have done something then. Like, it's already on your hands that you're not acting. So, it's very awkward that now that there's a spotlight involved that now BBC is doing something. So... You know, that's definitely fucked up. Uh, I'm curious to see how this is going to, you know, shake out. What's the aftermath? Like, I imagine at some point, right? We got to get the names, right? Like, it just goes to a trial, right? Um, but yeah, that is the skinny on that, as I know. We have one more thing to cover. And I got to say, this is the lightest, though it is still bad and not good. And it's involving college kids, so... You know, fuck, man. <laughs> uh, let me let me do a little palate cleanse, and then we'll get back to it. We'll put a nail in this. 
Mm. All right. All right, all right. From ESPN, Northwestern fires football coach Pat Fitzgerald amid hazing claims. So, um, this is a bit of an update. I kind of didn't realize it until I got halfway through. And I'm like, oh shit, we've talked about this before. Now, granted, I don't know if it's been on the Patreon or not, but whatever. Essentially, there was a hazing allegation that had been launched and it had been like this ongoing issue and more or less once it had come to light uh the first thing that northwestern had done oh gosh there's an ad oh my gosh the military (laughs) um essentially i lost my train of thought here um, let's just read. <laughs> Northwestern fired longtime coach Pat Fitzgerald on Monday amid allegations of widespread hazing within the football program. I'm going to try to pause this so it doesn't do it again. Okay. <laughs> but um, essentially, they had suspended the season and they are scheduled, I believe, to start up again September 3rd. But a couple things have developed since then, and they've been pretty big. But um, first, they had suspended Pat Fitzgerald for two weeks. It was a two-week suspension. More or less, uh, university president Michael Schill had said, like, at first, look, we understand that this is very bad. We have a third party doing an investigation. All that's kind of come out. And now, and it, it looks like... Fitzgerald was not aware of what had happened, like all this hazing stuff, even though it's kind of weird that he wasn't because it was happening in his own locker room. Like he's the coach of these kids. Like, what do you what do you mean? He didn't know. But he said, hey, I I did. I wasn't aware of this shit. I was just being a coach. And with this, we're going to give him a slap in the wrist. Like, yes, he should have known. He he was he had the opportunity of knowing. I I love that. But um, essentially, he did some more soul searching, or maybe there was a greater counsel, what have you. But essentially, the head coach of the Northwestern Wildcats has been fired. Um, Fitzgerald, 48. Uh, let's see. Like I said, yeah, he was initially supposed to be suspended two weeks without pay uh, this summer. But now it's a full-blown firing. Let's see here, blah, 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 blah. Shill himself says that um, more or less that the decision to do the two-week suspension was on him, and also his decision to about-face was also on him. So, you know, he's more or less saying, hey, this is me, I'm owning it. Uh, Fitzgerald, in a statement to ESPN, said he was surprised when I heard that that the president of Northwestern unilaterally unilaterally revoked our agreement without any prior notification and subsequently terminated my employment, referencing the agreed-upon two-week suspension. Uh, Let's see here. He then goes on to say uh, his entrusted agent, Brian Harland, and veteran trial attorney Dan Webb, um, he expects them to take the necessary steps to protect my rights in accordance with the law. So, essentially, he is going to be fighting this, um, saying that, um, you know, he wasn't aware of this. There was a third-party investigation that took place here. 
absolving him of this, so he should be good. Granted, there has been, you know, um, testimony from, you know, college students saying like, no, look, I was a part of this program. They literally had a whole group called the Shrek Gang. And essentially, they would do things called running. And that was when they did all this super aggressive hazing shit. And, and some of it got like sexual, you know, so... Essentially, you're being abused because you made a mistake in practice or something, and you're being punished for it in this kind of crazy, fucked up, traumatic way. Like, no, this isn't okay. Um, and then it's alleged from a former player that um, as a freshman, he all, and also said for Fitzgerald signaled for players to be added to Shrek's list with a specific clapping motion during practice. He said um, he saw Fitzgerald make the motion at least five times since the 2020 season. So that kind of shows that it's like, look, if this is true, he was very well aware of what was happening and kind of using it. Now, granted, maybe he could try to flip it and say, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I knew about this Shrek gang and the Shrek's list and all this kind of shit, but I didn't know that they were doing that with it. I thought they were just, you know, doing some kind of motivation or something. You know, maybe that's his plausible deniability. I don't fucking know here. Um, I'm also so weary when it comes to quote unquote third party investigations. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, well, this isn't like a government body. This isn't like the cops or anything. Like it's a, it's a group and they're going to do an investigation and, you know, hopefully it's going to be on the level, but I just feel like you never can know. Um, that being said, that's more or less the news as she goes for the day. I thank you so much for tuning in. I know it was not necessarily the best episode. It was kind of icky and there were technical difficulties. You love to see it. But hey, that is a day at the newsstand. And I thank you so much for tuning in. I thank you so much for being a friend. Psych, I got a shill. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Patreon.com for Zazaya News. If you would like to support the effort, uh, you become a newsy. With this newsy status, I shout you out once a month. And then I also plug whatever project you're doing. So that's a thing. That's an option. Uh, free ways to contact me or the pod, what have you. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on all the socials. You know what they are. You can find me or usually the podcast in that way. That's available. Also, thank you so much for the people who have uh, put in reviews. I appreciate that. That's awesome. All that kind of stuff kind of helps with traction, helps, you know, give me a little bit more reach. So the more the merrier. Thank you so much. Also, if you're not on the YouTube, please get on the YouTube and subscribe. That would be dope. Thumbs up, please, please. Uh, in a perfect world, I would love to become like a YouTube partner or something like that. Get a little bit more um, platform base there. I don't know. That'd be cool. I'm just going to talk it out my ass here. But um, yeah, that's all I got. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.